90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, look at that. We're back, you guys. Kelly, Adam, how are you doing? I've never felt better in my life. I've never looked better. (laughs) (laughs) I always wait to see how Adam's going to start the show because he sets the tone. Well, something big happened today and I had the chance to talk about it to Sharon a bit earlier when I saw her in person. The reason I'm feeling so good is because I went to the gym for the first time in like seven, eight, nine years. I don't even know anymore. (laughs) Good for you. I thought you were going to tell us you were engaged. No, not yet. Well, maybe once (laughs) he gets a little uh, buffed up, maybe he will be engaged. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe I'll get proposed to when I get the body. That's nice. That's nice. So uh, you feel good now and you'll feel good moving forward, but you're going to feel sore tomorrow. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Yeah. And and most likely two days after. I'm always worse two days after. Yeah. I don't know if you. Oh are, yeah, it's Sharon, a false but... sense of security after the first 24 <laughs> hours. And you're like, yeah, this is good. I'm gonna yeah. go back. And then by dinner time the next day, you're like, I don't know if I can lift my arms. <laughs> my thing is if it's anything to do with legs, and then stairs become yeah. a problem. That's uh... I've been going to the bathroom, like having to sit down <laughs> and getting back up. <laughs> and then getting back. exactly. There's a whole exercise right there. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. I hope. Uh, Thank you hope very it all comes much. Out okay, Adam. I'll keep you posted next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of sore arms, I got. Uh, did we talk about this already? I got my second shot. Oh no, you were about to. I think. I think I was about to. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sore arm. Couldn't lift it. Good times. Fine now. <laughs> the end. Was that the only mm-hmm. um, really sore? Because. Okay, so no other, because like you didn't get any aches or chills or anything. No, of that? and I was really m- okay. mindful. I took a Tylenol after the shot, and I took a Tylenol the next day just to see, just to, if there were any sort of uh, symptoms that were flu-like or anything, and there weren't, but like it was... Like regular Tylenol or Extra cool strength. <laughs> okay, and I still... Yeah. Just... Because I just spoke to... Just to be sure. I just spoke to another friend of ours, uh, Daniela, who we were talking about before, and she got her second shot a week ago, mm. and she, for 24 hours, felt like garbage. Yeah, I think there's. Then, it depends on how you felt the first time, and it's a little more amplified. Yeah, and then she also, and then and then it took a, it took a few days for her to kind of feel herself again. Hmm. But now she's rocking. I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. wherever that is. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, today I think we've got a lot to talk about. As usual, I think we can make stuff up and talk about it. Um, but uh, <laughs> the truth is that Lenny Kravitz can take us right back to a specific concert. That sparked his obsession for a career in music. So we'll talk about that concert and how it made him feel. Also going to tell you which rocker is headed back to the studio and why. Why? If the album's already finished, we'll tell Mm. you why. And we're going to tell you also which Hall of Fame has a newly re-elected cool cat as the chairman. And of course, (laughs) there's Kelly's trivia. Where do we stand on that, Kel? We stand at 32.15, and I feel like it's been a few weeks since Adam has come out with I confirm that. I give him a point. <laughs> yep. That's some tough love right there. Get <laughs> it yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> get it together, I'll Adam. I'll try. I'll try. Okay, well, you get your thinking cap on a little bit. I figured we should start with some good news, and that's the, uh, the re-election process to uh, the particular Hall of Fame, and that is that uh, Linda Moran, who is the president and CEO of the Songwriters Hall of Fame, um, and when talking about the guy that's just been unanimously re-elected wow. for a second three-year term as chairman, she said this, quote, 
Niall Rogers is tremendously respected and admired by his peers and fans of all generations for being a musical pioneer with his multi-cross-genre music. With an ever-expanding list of credits and accomplishments, having him as a partner has been a very special and rewarding experience, and the Songwriters Hall of Fame can ask for no better representative, both to the songwriting community and to the world at large. End quote. I want her writing for me. <laughs> Just even to enter a room. Yeah. And here yep. she is. <laughs> the queen of Coming Rome. into the living room with all that experience. It just, it sounded so, so, I mean, it's everything she said is true. He's got mm-hmm. such a history of uh, attachment to music as being one of the architects of the sound of disco. And then basically that would mean that the sound of dance music can be directly drawn yeah. right back to him. Of course, a producer to many different styles of music. Um, but what I loved was that Nile Rogers himself referred to the experience of doing that job as humbling and as one of the most important experiences of his life. I love it. I love that Niall is such a rock star, but yet, if memory serves, not that long ago, Dua Lipa didn't choose any of his songs for her album. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you... Adam, can you no, Google you, that you, Yeah, you talking? talked about it. I don't think she I did. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure that she she chose not... Yeah, because Future Nostalgia is very... Yeah, it's, you know, it sounds like yeah, Niall produced true. all of it. it. It really does. Yeah, and uh, yeah, exactly. That's right, Adam. And I think she pretty much chose none of it. None of it. Whoa. So. That's pretty ballsy, right? To be like, I'm the new girl on the block. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I got this. And she was right, though. Like, she obviously chose the right. I think they're on her fifth or sixth single from that album already. Wow. Yeah, I love that's and, a great and album. And Levitating never gets old, right? Levitating never Levitating gets old. for me, though, I like the, the, uh, the remix, which mm-hmm. I know is saying something because I don't generally love remixes. But the remix of Levitating is, I think, better than the original song on the album. I'm looking at... Mm-hmm. um. Little paragraph here that talks about the unreleased collaborations of Future Nostalgia, including producers okay. Max Martin, Nile Rogers, Mark Ronson, and Pharrell Williams. So she said no <laughs> to all of those. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> those she, are big hitters uh, too. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she's pretty. Like she really knows what she's going. And I don't know if you watched that. Um, was it 2054? Her that online concert they did back around December. I think it was called Studio Yeah, Studio, Studio 2054. 2054. I yep, I saw that. That was amazing. And we got to watch it as part of our radio station. What, and honest to God, like how they put it all together, I have no idea. And it was absolutely yeah. amazing. She was stunning. She was fantastic. They had, uh, I think Miley Cyrus showed up. Elton John did a bit for her. Like, and obviously this was full on in pandemic mode. So they had to be very creative about how they went about doing it. And she yep. killed it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I mean, like we like we say, uh, this is a great example of the uh, '90s. Now, the now portion of this, while Nile Rodgers brings a lot of history to uh, everything that he does, uh, the now, while somewhat reliant on on uh, the history of it, certainly she walked into it with confidence and hit it out of the park. So good for her. One thing I will say about all pop stars, well, not all pop stars, but a lot of female pop stars as of late, and probably it's not even as of late as the last, you know, 25 years, probably more, even more than that. But specifically in the last five, why do all of them feel the need to wear, like, cat suits when they're performing? <laughs> like, can't they just, like, wear a pair of jeans and sing because you're that awesome? Like, it just seems like every like I just saw this new video from and you have to check it out. So Mabel, who is Nene Cherry's daughter, 
a Buffalo Stance girl. Um, she has a new song called Let Them Know. It's killer. It actually could be on Future Nostalgia because it's got a like, crazy disco theme. I've heard the song, and, she, and it sounds it sounds like two other songs, but like far yeah. enough apart from them that I couldn't mm-hmm. think of the songs when I heard the song. But I'll get back to you on that. You get back to me. But in the video, again, like she's in, like they're always in this like it looks like it looks like fancy uh, g- like Olympic gymnastic leotard. All these pop singers <laughs> wear bedazzled Olympic gymnastic leotards. That's what they well, do. Bring back the leotard. Now. I guess, but I'm like, just wear a pair of pants and sing. I'd like to and see. That's great. I'd like to see more more from Nana Cherry. Like, where's she been? She's still doing her thing, Sharon. She's uh, she. I was like it when you use my name because it means you mean business. She's still doing business. her thing, Sharon. She got an an award in 2019 for, I don't remember what it is now, but it was some kind of prestigious business. And uh, if so, yeah, if you Google it, because I actually wanted to, I couldn't remember the name of the other song that she did when I was going to talk about Mabel, her daughter, but it was Seven Seconds. Remember that in 93, Mm -hmm. I think it was? With Yusunudur or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so she's still doing her thing. And I think she's I think she's an author, too. Anyways, there's a lot going on. She's still doing her so thing. She's so she's busy. I'm just not paying attention. Exactly. That's exactly what's <laughs> happening. And please, to all the pop stars, stop wearing bedazzled gymnastic ensembles. Please. Expand from the leotard. Am I the only one, though? Like, do you not notice this? Every time I see a video, it's all... I'm like, I, I get distracted because they're showing all their bits. <laughs> well, I would, too, if I was a pop star. You would show all your bits? But you don't... <laughs> well. You don't have put to, your though. That's away. the thing. Put your because I just I guess it bothers me because like so many of them have great voices, and I just don't think they always need to be traipsing around in like they're all together. Basically, it's a glorified all together. Know what I mean? Yeah, but I think by it... all together you mean nude, right? Yeah. So yeah. that that should be uh, yeah. You know what? Who was it when um, Dua Lipa was on uh, Saturday Night Live? She was pretty cat suity also. It's like a thing. It's and and it's specifically been a thing. The I think Beyonce may have started it. Not that she. I don't know that she started, but because she looks amazing, mm-hmm. right? But but I just. I don't know. Like just wear pants. Wear a pants and a t-shirt and sing. Wear like, your mom jeans and a turtleneck and <laughs> sex it up that way. I'd rather see female <laughs> pop stars in like. Uh, a woman's power suit. You know what I mean? Like doing their thing. Like Madonna. Like when she did. Was it uh, the girly tour? Express the girly yourself. Show? Like she, remember. Yeah, like she looked great. And Janet in, um, you know, the velvet rope, like she had that all going mm-hmm. on. And they look great. I just don't think all the chicks need to show off their legs from hip to toe. Well, I'm passionate about <laughs> Mama this Mama Kelly is in her rocking chair and saying <laughs> nana to that. <laughs> I just because I love if they would just focus on their singing. And I mean, look good, look good in something. But it doesn't need to be where you're showing all your business. And I think it's because I also just saw was it the Billboard Awards? And um, Doja Cat also was like hardly yeah. wearing anything. How about I maybe you should come at come at it from like the other side, Kelly, maybe you should wear more leotards. <laughs> In your life. I'm going to try on Saturday. Will you be at I work? I will be at I'll work. G- I'll give it a go. And I'm going to do what S- uh, Simone Biles does because she has a bedazzled goat on her shoulder. Yep. So I'm going to wear that. I won't be there. Can I, can I get the pictures? You'll get a 360 panoramic iPhone. Well, I have a feeling that the image will be burned in my brain for a long <laughs> yeah. time. So I will <laughs> recount it for you. No problem. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Adam, you ready to shake up the numbers a bit? I'll try. I'll do the best I can. Here we go. <laughs> 
90s. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. So both my questions today involve cat suits. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, 32.15 in Sharon's favor. Your names are your buzzers. Here we are. What was the name of the diner in Beverly Hills in 902? <laughs> Before you answer, Sharon, I just want to say, and I know that our audience cannot see this, but we three are on Zoom. Adam immediately looked to the sky and shaked yep. his head. The, or there was, head, there was an say. eye roll there. <laughs> I, I heard that eye roll, too. <laughs> So that was like translates to I'm I have screwed. no idea. Sharon, go. Uh, the Peach Pit. <laughs> correct, Sharon. Correct. Follow up question. Adam, when they did turned you have it, any thoughts? They turned it into a nightclub and called it Peach Pit After Dark. Nice. It's true. I've I've only seen seen <laughs> bits of uh, Beverly Hills 9210. So I feel like you should watch that <laughs> I'm, show. I'm Adam. pretty sure I would like it. I really think you it's would. Very so likeable. get on that. I was an adult it is very when likeable. it came out, and it was about high school students. I was all in. A <laughs> uh, question: Was Frasier a TV show in the nineties, or was it before the nineties? Nineties, just ninety ninety four, right? Sharon, it started. <laughs> Are 90? you trying to plant a seed so that maybe next time Kelly asks a Frasier question? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just started watching it last week, so <laughs> we so never know. Kelly. Noted, Adam. <laughs> Noted. All right, so it's now thirty three fifteen. Here we are. Uh, which hip hop duo? Star in the 90s movie House Party. Adam! Salt and Peppa. Oh, good guess. That's a good guess, Adam. I'm proud of you, I have to say. He picked a a duo. He did. He actually did. From the 90s. Sharon? Uh, (laughs) From the 90s. It's Kid and Play. It is Kid and Play! Adam, that is uh, 34 to 15. This is embarrassing. 34. You had been on such a roll. You got like six points, like over the course of a few I know, weeks. but life is life. <laughs> a box of chocolates. And, uh, according sometimes to Forrest Gump. you trip, and then you trip again, <laughs> and you get a fatal fracture. And week after week, you just have <laughs> a really week. hard time getting back up. In a Frasier-free zone. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try to think about a Frasier's, Frasier's own. I was sad that What's-His-Face passed away, though. It's been a few years now. Uh, was it John Mahoney, the dad? Oh, he passed away? <laughs> Sounds like you're over it, though. Yeah. What's-His-Face? Uh, <laughs> he's dead, right? Yeah, I had to remember. <laughs> I forgot recently, and then I was reminded of Dixie Carter passing away. And um, uh, I get a channel I love that, that has uh, um, Designing, Designing women. women every day. Yeah. Which, which channel? Uh, oh. Is it Slice? I don't have that. I don't have Slice either, I don't think. Okay. What is it? I'll find Adam, it. Adam, you should watch that show. Slice? It has all no designing, designing women. women. Oh, it's the it, the writing as we know from having spoken um yeah. with one of its uh, behind the scenes guys on this very show. Uh the writing is killer. Like it's just so it's got such a great tempo to it when it's calm or when it's, you know, there's some anger energy involved. It's just such a it's written so well. It's Linda Bloodworth. And Delta Thomason. Burke is my jam. What was Linda Bloodworth Thomason's husband's name that we spoke to him? Why? Bruce. No. Not Bruce. <laughs> I was it? I don't That's think it's Bruce. Bruce. I know a Bruce, Bruce Thompson. That's <laughs> Linda Bloodworth Thompson. So not. Okay. Yeah. Adam, can you Google the um, executive producers of Designing Women? And then we'll have that answer. Oh my God. We talked to him. He was we, so nice. Remember did. he talked about his dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so so, so there's right a Linda Bloodworth Thomason. 
Is it Thomason yeah. or Thompson? Thomason. No, it's Thomason. And then there's also Thomason. Tommy Thompson. That's not it. No, oh, there's Harry it. Thomason. That's it. There that's we it. go. Harry. Thank you. Okay, so it is Thomason, and I do know of a Bruce yeah. Thomason where we live. Okay. He's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We didn't talk to him about designing women. No. <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, okay, so uh, here's a, a great 180 to go from designing women to Megadeth. Nice. Wah, wah. So they are prepped to release a new album, getting set to get back to normal like the rest of us and, and tour mm-hmm. to support this album. But it was just a few weeks ago that they parted ways with their bass player, uh, Dave Ellefson, which isn't really news in the uh, Megadeth camp because there's, there's always kind of like a, like a readiness for something to happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, there have mm-hmm. been issues in the past, but the reason... This time was because of a video that leaked or surfaced or whatever with uh, Ellefson and what has been described on one side as a consenting adult and on another where allegations point to him having groomed a fan. Again, allegations. We only know what we know, but what we do know of this is that Dave Ellefson has uh, asked for some privacy. He's spending time with his family while he fights in court Till the end, he says, on what is uh, what he calls revenge porn. Which doesn't sound as fun. No. no, it sounds that's a that's a strong term when you come up with that. Yeah, and and it's mm-hmm. a thing. So you know, yeah, it's for you're sure an unknown mm-hmm. uh, party to something that's being videoed, and then it shows up somewhere. So actually, I just watched a because you you got me into that show Rebel. Remember, mm-hmm. you tell me, and that that's part of a storyline. Yeah. yeah. So the deal with um, Dave Mustaine and having to go back into studio, a little bit of backstory on that. What Dave Mustaine said, quote, while we do not know every detail of what occurred with an already strained relationship, what has already been revealed now is enough to make working together impossible moving forward. We look forward to seeing our fans on the road this summer, and we cannot wait to share our brand new music with the world. It's almost complete, end quote. So what his plan is, is to take all of the uh, bass parts that Dave Ellison did on the album and have them redone by somebody else. What do you think about that, Queen of Rock? Well, I think that's a lot of work. I can understand, uh, again, the relationship was strained anyways, and I I guess he wouldn't want to have that um, association anymore clearly he's pulling he's pulling pulling what a what a a huge company would do like if this was nike or adidas or coke like they would totally cut cut all ties and distance ozzy osbourne did it too though in uh, some reissues of a couple of albums where i don't remember the players names in this second but he they had they redid them and took their parts out and had somebody else re-record them well this way it it takes him away from any kind of backlash although he might have must, he might have Megadeth purist backlash. Oh, for sure. There's there's going to be something. But again, the purists know what uh, know what they're getting when it comes to Megadeth. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. For sure. So we wish them well in uh, this revenge porn story and uh, t- tours for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, hopefully things will be figured out. Hopefully. Um, so um, picture this, if you will. We'll try. A, a six or seven-year-old Lenny Kravitz. How cute would that be? Did he have little dreadlocks? I imagine just a little afro oh, and yeah, like striped pants. 
Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Tight, tight, Well, maybe not so tight. Maybe a Mm. fabric that doesn't, you know, give (laughs) when it shouldn't. But, okay, back to six- or seven-year-old Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) He's gone to a concert with his dad to see his favorite band. Mm -hmm. The venue, Madison Square Garden. The band, the Jackson Five. Wow. They take the stage and the deal is sealed. Career in music is born for Lenny Kravitz. Imagine that. Yeah. That's awesome. Totally. Um... What he said was that all he was thinking about was making it music. I knew I was attracted to music. I knew it really did something inside of me. It woke me up, made me feel alive. Uh, He proves that every single time. So that's part of why we love Lenny Kravitz so much. So thank you, Lenny Mm -hmm. Kravitz. He did have some sad news this week. Did you see that on Instagram? I did not. He he posted that his dog died. Oh. His dog, Leroy Brown. Oh, that's such a good name for a doggy. Yeah, 12-year-old dog. Um, and, and, you know, talked about the unconditional love and being there every step of the way, touring the world with him. So may uh, Leroy Brown rest in peace. I thought in a positive way, we could uh, wrap things up by doing a top two from Lenny Kravitz. How do you feel about that? I am. Adam, do you want to go go ahead? Uh, I love his hits. I love American Woman and I love Fly Away. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's good. So good choice. I will go with, um, Rock and Roll is Dead. Excellent and, choice. And the song that I will always love him for and also his uh, female drummer, Are You Gonna Go My Way? Ooh, God. Can't beat that one. Cannot, I cannot beat that one. I wish we still played it on my station. Your next <laughs> chance to see Lenny Kravitz live, totally go and do that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick one from that album that uh, Rock and Roll is Dead opens. Uh, and I think it's track four on the album called Circus. It's Tunnel Vision. And it's off the charts. Great. Nice. Then I'm going to pick from his fifth album, I Belong to You, because it's dead sexy. I don't think I heard and then that one. It, that. Look for it. You will love okay, it, I cool. think. It's got such a sexy vibe to it, and the video is like got an island thing going on because he recorded it, whereas his house is in Eleuthera. Oh, man. And if I'm cheeky, I'm going to throw in Dig In, because... <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a good one, too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So there we By are. the way, I was listening to our, I know you're wrapping up, I was listening to our show from a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I forgot that we were going to start a punk band called Saucy Remarks. So <laughs> There's still time, Kel. I laugh so hard when I'm like, that's such a good name for a group, Saucy Remarks. You know what we'd have to wear as a, as a band of Saucy Remarks? Leotards. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I see your Saucy Remarks, and I raise you Leotards. A bedazzled Leotard, Sharon. In all the right spots, no doubt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, are those your bits? Bedazzle. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I can't help it. I'm trying to find, my brain is trying to find a joke between bedazzled bits and Lenny Kravitz's leather pants. But we'll leave it there. How about that? Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for listening wherever it is that you do that, for finding us on whatever platform. We appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate you passing it on, too. If you have any friends that you want to share this joy with, uh, feel free. And Kelly and Adam, thank you guys, too. You're welcome. uh, Gracias. (laughs) Oh, gracias. Wait, we got to revisit next show. We're going to revisit your uh, uh, Espanol and if there's been any improvement. Okay. And at that point, I will have learned how to say improvement on Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>